Ladies and gentlemen, what would happen if there were two of Kyle Murta? I'm not going to do <laughs> Kyle today. I'm not going to imitate Kyle. I swear to God, I'm not going to do that. But I am joined once again for round two of Kyle Murta on The Freel Thing. Kyle, what can I say? Apart I don't from... know what you can say, but you made me really conscious of my hand gestures, Greg. <laughs> I think you should be. Because you tend to design boxes over here and over here. <laughs> what can I say? I'm a great supply man. <laughs> exactly. Um, Kyle, pleasure to see you uh, once again. Um, we're going to just do some ridiculous plugs halfway through. Yeah. Just uh, randomly uh, for the five pillars of effective public speaking. Your Unrivaled Guide to Presentation Excellence and Public Speaking Confidence mm. by Kyle Marta. Um, we recorded the audiobook for that last summer, which was a hoot and a half, it has to be said. Yes. Um, <laughs> tell me about your post-studio experience. Um, what's What's been happening with, you know, obviously, obviously, you know, throughout lockdown, we've had that, that connection, but, um, and you're somebody who's just embraced the whole uh, online speaking thing right from the get-go, right, right from like March last year, you were on there and you were like, hi, I'm Kyle, and I'm taking over the world uh, straight away. So um, basically, yeah. um, and then we, and we, the thing is, we planned on doing the, the audio book before all this happened. So we managed to kind of squeeze it in uh, between lockdowns. Um, but yet, so tell me, tell the viewers at home, as it were, a little bit about your, your lockdown experience. Sure. So we went into lockdown, what, March 24th, something like mm -hmm. this. I did my first webinar on April 1st. It was actually the anniversary not mm -hmm. too long ago. Um, and so people I was took very... this seriously. Yeah, yeah. I just thought, you know what, this is the way things are going to be. Let's just yeah. get on with it. I had no idea what I was doing, what I was doing on Zoom, um, but I just went for it, you know, and, and that's what you've got to do ultimately. And the first webinar was actually all right. And then I've just sort of kept that momentum going from April 1st on, trying new things, just changing my business completely from public totally. speaking to, you know, speaking to camera. That has mm -hmm. been a huge shift overall. I think this is, and this is the thing where, you know, you're a really great example of this is somebody who, you know, you have an existing business and rather, rather than go, I, I can't do this at all anymore. It's like, well, I could actually do this if I just pivot. And just do it slightly differently. <laughs> the P word, the P word. <laughs> um, and, you know, there's no reason why you can't do what it is that you're doing, but just in a, in a different way. Um, yeah. And, you know, and I think that that's just been, you know, amazing the way, the way that you've done that. I mean, I mean, I remember seeing the first kind of uh, webinars that you were doing. We were like, oh, right, okay, he's really going for this straight away. Well, everybody else was still trying to work out what the hell Zoom was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, ultimately, we've all got that choice, don't we? we yeah. The reality is we can't do anything about the, the situation, so you might as well just get on with it in any way you can. So I don't really have a lot of time for morning, Greg. I know you don't either, no, so no. maybe you do. <laughs> but anyway, let's carry on. But, and, that, uh, and that, but that's the thing, you know, I think precisely that's the point, and that's, you know, you what your approach and my approach is very much, can, can we just find solutions? Can we actually just get on yeah. with this? And, you know, this is happening, right, fine. We can't do anything about that, but we can do this you know yes. um and it's it's our response to it that, that really makes a difference you know uh -huh. so um obviously it was was it july we, we were doing the the audio yeah book? i think we started around july um and it and just we, and it just went on and on 
Uh, yeah, we got eventually released on Audible in September mm-hmm. because I remember there was there's always a delay with Audible in terms yeah. of the upload and so forth. So it was about September by the time it finally got out there. Yeah. Um, so and yeah, what's the response been been like to it? The response the response has been really good, really positive overall. It's sitting on Amazon with about thirty reviews now, and nice. majority of them are five star, which is mm-hmm. great. And you know, only twenty nine of them are Greg Friel, so that, that's a real that's positive. not bad. That's really not bad. So I've I managed to kind of do a couple of pseudonyms in there just to mix it up a bit so it wasn't blindingly obvious. But um, yeah, no. But no, seriously, it has been going down really well. The, yeah. the comments have been really nice. It's led to more opportunities. Um, and I've had a lot of fun with it as well. Just the, the marketing yeah. process. I don't know if you saw um, earlier in the week, I put a picture up of Boris Johnson. Yes. Like, like this, yes, and he I had- saw that. He happened to have my book in his hand. I don't well, know I mean, how he got a hold of it, but it's there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ab- absolutely. I mean, he's going to have to learn from someone. And his, and why not learn from the best? Oh, that's it. That's it. Exactly. So, um, no, I know a lot of people, and especially I imagine a lot of coaches listen to this, and you've got the kind of idea of putting a book out there, but you're nervous about it. Perhaps mm-hmm. you don't see yourself as an author. You're worried about what people think. But it really has been superb for me and my business, and I think it would be for the coaches as well because it's kind of a way of getting all your ideas on paper and then handing that to someone giving them mm-hmm. a, a feeling of what it's like to work with you giving and them a book people <laughs> giving them a book with, with words in it um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. absolutely um yeah no i think the, the thing is when people actually do that you know there's that authenticity to it, you know and, it, and, it, and there's the you know this is who i am this is my statement of of who i am and what it is that i do um and then people are like all right okay you do this for real you know, and yeah. and I think you know it's great whenever you know coaches and and p- people in the, in that area do actually get around to doing it because it just it, I think it does let people know that it's like your manifesto. This is who I am and and, and what I do. Um, yeah, and yeah, you, you know, as long as the book's like with the intention of of helping people, you know, actually quality information and not just a sales pitch, if you will. But as long as you exactly. do it like that then it's a great thing. And but I think that's, cool. yeah, I mean, I think Sorry, certainly I that's the thing that I thought was great uh, with your book. Um, that it's, you know, yes, you're sharing stories and experiences of, of your journey. I use journey. Uh, <laughs> along with, let, 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 let's kind of play like podcast bingo. It's like, how many, how many phrases are we going to, are we going to say, uh, we'll, we'll probably say global pandemic at some point. <laughs> um, the new normal at some point. Mm. Um, I'll try and get that one in. I'll yeah. try and get that one just um, in a place where it's not needed. That's exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, like your new normal haircut. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> we'll make that work. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, just being able to, to do um, uh, that kind of, I have no idea what I was saying. Do you have any idea what I was saying? I have no idea. You were saying it's, it's good to kind of put your ideas into paper yes. and have a physical thing. And that's the point I was going to touch on you'll feel this as well, Greg. We're like constantly kind of pushing the invisible, aren't we? You know, I, with, with what we're I doing. I swear to God, Kyle, I swear to God, I have had to stop myself from doing a video about this. Pushing the invisible. I just love this phrase. And I'm like, and I remember you, you actually, you know, something that you said in, in your book, you know, like, or maybe you're selling the invisible um, <laughs> in, in that particular way. Um, but ex- explain what you mean by that. Yeah, so well, as, as coaches, as you know, service providers, we don't have a physical product. 
but a, a book can give you that and that's mm-hmm. quite a nice thing to have in your yeah. your repertoire and gets you out of the invisible indeed um, going forward so it's just nice it's just a nice thing to have which you can physically give uh, to yeah. people as well yeah so you did the audiobook put, put the book out um yeah. and then you you've kind of shifted as well you've kind of you've got um more of this you've got this private group that you're, you're doing coaching in uh, as well as you've been doing the one-to-ones and the, and, and the team stuff yeah. um tell us a little bit about about how that's been going Sure, sure. So I decided to create a a membership group where every month we meet up just a couple of times a month and we cover a different topic within public speaking skills and a range of different topics. So in like January, we did owning the virtual stage and February was sharing your story. This month, we've just done finding the funny. And so a lot of different topics which can help equip people when they're going into their presentations. But the kind of motivation behind that was I was watching people come along to my workshops, and I'm sure you have this as well, Greg. They love it on the day. They're pumped up. They're fired up. And then six months down the line, they they're not doing any of the stuff, mm-hmm. right? They're not doing anything. But this and... is the thing. I think uh, and, and all coaches can deal with this unless you, you, you're you maybe involved on a more of a, a day-to-day kind of basis where there's accountability. Um, you know, I think you have this, certainly when it comes to if somebody comes along to like a social media workshop, they, they're like, oh, I went to the workshop, tech. Yeah, you went to yeah. the workshop and then you didn't apply any of the things yes. um, that yes. we discussed. Yeah, so people and, were ticking and boxes and I wanted to figure out a way to help people make it more habitual. And I mm-hmm. thought, you know, membership each month meeting up, that would give them the opportunity to practice and it's really worked out well so far. I, I launched the group in January. It sold out by February 20th, sort of. How and many I've people are in the group? In the morning, as a result, so yeah, been really popular so far and positive. You know, yeah. an inspiring place for people to to grow and develop yeah. their speaking and have a bit of fun at the same yeah. time. Sorry, how many people are in the group? So I capped the groups to twenty five people, um, yeah. to make sure people have got optimum opportunity to present and so forth and get feedback. So that group's got twenty five. The morning group is just building up as we speak mm-hmm. right now. Already got about. And how long does each each session last? Uh, just an hour. Right. just an hour it's quick it's snappy and um, so we meet you know every second and third thursday one hour mm-hmm. on the second thursday one hour on the third thursday and that's it you know yeah. you can network in between but those are the, the key times so do you find that you've kind of got the sort of cohorts of people where everybody's kind of like oh we're all part of the same group and then everybody's actually helping each other as well so uh, you know there's that combined um effort Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's helping each other. And we have the, so we call one of the sessions Showtime Thursday, right? Where people get mm-hmm. to present. And um, if you will, you would love it, Greg. There's a lot of drama around you it. Think I'm che- <laughs> you think I'm cheesy? <laughs> anyway, uh, what's really cool is everyone in the room gives their feedback on, on a certain speaker. Um, right. And so you can, you can be honest with people and you can help them grow in that perspective. You know, tell them what you like, tell them what you think they could do a little bit better. But that really builds a lot of great bonds for people, I find, mm-hmm. you know, and some of the members have went on to do business with each other, which is fantastic. Yeah, to, I mean, I always think that these kind of groups are always very, very useful for that. You know, um, they're great networking um, places, but also I think that you really get to know people's business and, uh, and what actually makes them tick and yeah. like, all right i'm really i really understand more of what you actually do in your yeah. business from from being involved like that yeah it's it's almost like having the i want to say distraction but it's not the right word but having the the premise of public speaking or presentation skills being the focus 
opens the door for more um, authentic networking. You know, you know what I mean? Because when you go to a, a networking event, just a solid networking event, mm -hmm. everybody's, what, what are they trying to do? They're trying to sell, right? Yeah. But when you go to say a group like this or another group, the expectation is we're all here to improve our speaking yeah. and that comes second. But as a result of it being second, you build more natural relationships and then more business happens. As and I think as well, there's a certain vulnerability. The fact that you're, you're, you know, turning up at one of these groups, you're actually saying, you know what, actually, I, I need to improve in this area. And we're, we're all saying that. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I think whenever you have, there's that and you know expectation of there's a certain amount of vulnerability you're like okay you know this person's actually open to yeah. to getting feedback and, and that side of things as well mm -hmm, mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely and we've felt that so far and it's just been amazing how close the group has got within what we're on april like mm -hmm. uh three months and a half it really is incredible mm -hmm. um so one of the things i noticed that you've um been doing over the lockdown period is you've you know as a lot of people have but um I've obviously I've noticed with you because I, you know, I'm, I'm always stalking your content stalking, and reading yeah, yeah. offensive comments. Restraining order. That's why we're online. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> um, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I noticed that you were doing, uh, a presentation skills talk in China. Yes. Yes. Um, that came from a, a podcast really. Right. And just speaking on a podcast, someone was watching that they said, Hey, you want to do a bit of speaking in China? So I said, mm -hmm. yes, absolutely. How's your Mandarin? Uh, terrible, terrible. Right, okay. <laughs> but thankfully, they speak a lot better English than my Mandarin. Um, so they're in English, all of the webinars. And yeah, it's just great to sort of reach more people. And if we go back to the start, what we said about not, you know, looking to pivot or uh, mm -hmm. find the new normal. I told you I'd get it in there. Yep, well done, yes, <laughs> if, if I hadn't, you know, been open to doing webinars and so forth, that opportunity wouldn't have come. And I yeah. can now reach people in China because of this. So there's a lot of positives to this situation. It's not Absolutely. all doom and I mean, gloom. And I think, you know, um, certainly the thing that I've really noticed, and I would say more this year as opposed to last year, is even the usual networking groups that we would go to before um, COVID, the global pandemic um <laughs> the um so even those local ones have now broadened out and it's like oh there's people here from canada there's people here from um, germany there's people here from america because yeah. I mean, at the end of the day like, you know, why wouldn't there be you know so many businesses can work remotely and um you know why can't we have clients all over the place yeah yeah absolutely why can't the world be open to us why has it got to be you know, our clients, why have they got to be in Clyde Bank? You know, why can't uh -huh. they at least be in Edinburgh? Why? You know? Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure they wonder that themselves, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> no, thanks to people in Clyde Bank. Um, yeah, but I think the thing is about all of this is that no matter, uh, you know, the geographical distance and, and with everything that is going on, the fact that we are able to stay connected is like really, really the important. I mean, imagine if this had actually happened, you know, 10, 12 years ago. Um, and you know, yeah. we didn't have just, be, just before smartphones and all that kind of thing, we didn't have yeah. all this stuff to be able to do this. And we didn't have zoom and all, you know, I think it would have been a completely different situation, obviously. Yeah. But I think the technology side of things has been incredible and that we've been able to embrace. I mean, certainly for me, what's happened is it's just accelerated an awful lot of things that I was planning on doing anyway, mm. but, mm. 
it was like, well, I guess I'm doing that a year sooner than I was planning on doing. Yes, <laughs> you know? yes. Uh, and it's really interesting from your perspective because you're in an industry which got absolutely pummeled, you know, uh, the music industry. And mm -hmm. you've still found a way to kind of wade through that. And well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's there. the thing. I mean, it, for me, it's, it's, it's been music and, you know, marketing for, you know, a good few years. And, um, and if I hadn't made that pivot, um, a few <laughs> years ago, then I wouldn't, um, have been able to, I mean, if, if I was still doing exactly what I did, you know, six years ago, and then I would have been in serious trouble. I would have been like, how am I going to make a living? Um, mm. but everything changed and, um, and I'm glad it did. Uh, and you know, for me, things have just been, you know, I've, I'm sorry, but I've actually enjoyed the lockdown experience. You know, there's, there's been a lot that I've been able to stop doing stuff. I didn't want to do anymore. And mm. I've not traveled crazy amounts the way that I, I was traveling before. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that going forward, I'm not going to go back to, um, you know, the way it was, I'm going to find a new normal. Um, that's good. That's going to work for me. Um, anything else we haven't used from the bingo one? I, I can't think. No, it's, it's just great to hear you're, you're pivoting all over the place. Pivoting left, right. What exactly. direction are you going to go next, Greg? We can't wait. But I think this is the thing is just, you know, um, being able to, to, to do that and just thinking, right. Okay. This is, this is working for me. Uh, and yes. I know there's an awful lot of people who, who are just like, oh, right. Okay. I can do that. Yes, you can. And I think. Yeah. For, for me, I'm just like, I'm actually just incredibly excited about the future and um, incredibly positive. And, and, I, and I'm looking forward to, to going back to doing a lot of this stuff um, that we didn't do before. Um, sorry, that we haven't done um, in a while um, that we did do before. But um, I think it's it's just kind of getting a balance right that kind of works. Uh, and I think that's probably going to be the same with business networking and all that set of things as well. Yeah, I, I, I certainly will never ever go to a business breakfast meeting unless it's on Zoom. Um, mm. You know, it was like fair, let's get fair. up at half six or seven o'clock to uh, you know to go to a business meeting somewhere on the other side of town and have stale coffee with horrible buns. And it was just kind of <laughs> like, no, I'm ne I'll never ever do that again. I will never. Do yeah, that again. I, I was talking to someone about this, and they were saying, "Oh, I cannot wait to get back into in-person meetings. You know, having my one-to-ones in a coffee shop." And I was like, "Okay, but when you have to travel an hour in your car to mm -hmm. get to the coffee shop and, and then park. buy coffee for someone you might not like, and then travel an hour back, then <laughs> you're gonna miss soon." Exactly. Uh, At least that's know? where you know the coffee's good. You know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like, I've got my, my Nespresso machine, just pumping that stuff out. I'm like, "Yep, yeah, I'm, I've got about eight cups in me today i'm like rattling but you know um efficiency efficiency exactly it's working it. it's working um <laughs> so where where are things going for you now because i mean obviously i think this is the thing i've found an awful lot of businesses we we have a a general plan about where we're going to go over the next mm. few years and we you would have that normally anyway but with all of this happening we're having to readjust and kind of go right what's what's going to happen now and we can't plan that far ahead because we just don't know. Um, and yeah, so how, how does that work for you? I mean, how, are you thinking, okay, well, a couple of months from now, I'm gonna start doing some more in-person stuff and I'll take bookings for that stuff then. Um, Cause what you don't wanna have is your diary full, full of events that say something happens again and 
we're yeah. going to lockdown and you know all that it's a great question and i've had a situation like that i i um was meant to be doing a bit of speaking in london in january and as you know everything in january did not go to plan yeah so that got pushed to march march was still not ideal now it's in may so i am quite hesitant to be honest mm. about taking in-person bookings because they, they just cause a bit of a headache right now about mm. how to deliver the service because there's no guarantee but i can guarantee this um on zoom so i think even greg when things go back to complete normal when perhaps we don't talk about coronavirus every 20 30 seconds and mm -hmm. um, i think i'll still be online i think i'll still probably yep. do over 50 percent of my business yeah, online. absolutely and i think love the in-person stuff public speaking is what i'm all about but I just there's there's too many positives to, mm -hmm. to doing it like this. I think the thing is as well is that what you can always do when whenever you um, are taking if you do you know you're taking those bookings, then there's a plan B. You always say if anything happens with coronavirus or whatever it happens to be, um, here's the Zoom option and this is what we'll do instead. And then it's mm. kind of like so that you've already covered that so that you kind of you're bypassing that it's going to get cancelled thing. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. uh, and then it's kind of like, so th this is what we'll do if that can't happen. Yes. You know? uh -huh. Always have the backups in place. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, but so, I think, uh, yeah. and, I, and I think that's the thing is always, you know, being, you know, reactive to events, but having a certain idea of like a general idea of where you want to go uh, and how you, mm -hmm. how you want to move forward. But um, mm -hmm. it's always, it's always kind of tricky because you're like, well, what's going to happen next? You know? Yes, yes, it is very challenging. One thing I would like to do with my business and speaking going forward is do a bit more keynote speaking. You mm -hmm. know what? Big conferences, big events. Once again, that's very de dependent on how the next 12 months goes and so forth. But yeah. that is a, a direction I see myself going. Perhaps doing a wee bit less of the training. I love helping people, mm -hmm. but maybe a bit more of the speaking um, for myself as well. So, yeah, that's the sort of direction I see myself going in. Mm -hmm. Um no, absolutely. I mean, and I, I would totally expect to see you doing that. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it was, it was very much on the cards anyway. I mean, I was, I was, you know, like, okay, and I expect to see Kyle doing this and doing that. And, and it, it was, that was my feeling whenever I, I saw that you were doing the, the thing in the Far East and whatever, I was like, nice. You know, mm. that's kind of where I was expecting you to go next. You know, like yeah. you're going to start uh -huh. doing some of those, you know, the, the international conferences and international speaking and training yeah. and, and that sort of things. Um, uh -huh. Uh -huh. So, um, where, where are you at in terms of book number two? Is, is this on the cards? <laughs> um, you know, perhaps a novel about a young man. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a whole novel on your personality, Greg. I think there's a lot of scope there. <laughs> obviously, obviously. Um, no, I I will do another one next year. Right. Next year, um, I'm sort of pondering what that's going to be about. The five pillars of, of effective public speaking was very much about the skills. Yeah, put the plug in. Get, get the, yeah, there we go. Just in case they missed it there, you got mm. it there as well. Um, on the video, of course. If you're listening, just imagine that my book cover was everywhere on the it screen. It was everywhere, right absolutely, yes. <laughs> but um, that, that was a book very much about the skills of, of mm -hmm. presentation skills. I'd like to do one on the mind, Greg, you mm -hmm. know, where you should be up here. A journey into the mind of yeah. the <laughs> And that's the intro uh, right there, what you Absolutely. just heard. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff. If you don't call the that. book A Journey Into the Mind, I swear to God, I'm going to be like gutted that I didn't have the option to do that voiceover. 
think it has to happen. I'll give you the option. You, you'd get the job. You've just pitched it there, Greg. You'd get it. Don't worry about it. Absolutely. But um, no, I, th- I mean, I, I, t- I totally get where you're coming from because I think there's so much psychology with all this. Learning the skills is one thing. That That's the technique. Uh, and then, you know, as you go forward as a public speaker or a performer, it's you, you have all those skills happen behind the scene. You don't want people seeing that. And mm. you get to that level where you're that practiced uh, with what it is that you're doing that no one sees the wheels moving and yes. you're just doing your thing. Uh, yes. And then, you know, like you say, going into the mindset of things, there's, there's this psychology of, you know, persuasion and, and how you're going to go up about certain things. And, uh, but even just the, the psychology of approaching speaking as a performance and, and how you deliver that um, and you know on how you want to be conveyed and, and uh, all of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff um, yeah. yeah I think you, there's an, an awful lot of mileage uh, in that idea yeah absolutely and also getting out of your own way in terms mm-hmm. of things like imposter syndrome or being worried yeah. about what people think or just that you know visceral fear that a lot of people have so yeah I think that's the the avenue I would go down um, next with regards to the book don't have a title on that but maybe a journey into the mind is journey the front runner right mind. now absolutely (laughs) have to do with the close mic effect um yeah so um i mean i mean i know the last time you were on we we did ask you um for a couple of tips um for people so but you know making it more relevant to the the current circumstances um what would be your you know top two or three tips for people who are maybe a bit nervous about doing the public speaking thing on zoom or, or whatever and you know having to do the their pitches you know 30 second pitch minute pitch whatever um yeah a couple of top tips yeah sure i mean number one thing is don't get caught up in the the other pandemic going on which is looking at the screen mm-hmm. instead of the camera so make sure you find your lens and make friends with that and um, some people like to put a little prop um, some people like to just stare out like Greg and that terrifies the camera into submission. Yes. So you've got a few different options there uh, with that. In terms of making your, your webinar engaging or presentation engaging, I think we've got to condense things down, right? Because there's no point doing things the same way you did it. If it was a two hour webinar, ask yourself, how can I make that a one hour webinar? Mm-hmm. Because the attention span is much shorter on here because of the amount of distractions in people's environments. And then in terms of a speaking perspective, when you're actually in the webinar, make sure you make it engaging by keeping this window or box active. You know, keep it as active as possible through having, you know, sharp slides uh, come in and then they're gone. Or, you know, using lots of gestures, standing up even, being dynamic with your body language, just something to keep this window active. Mm -hmm. Dancing. Did you say dancing? Yes, I said dancing. dancing. (laughs) It is. I I mean, I think we're yet to see you doing that, Kyle. I think that needs to be added. Um, It's the one thing that's perhaps been missing from... Well, I'll share something, Greg, which I've never shared with anyone in the business community before. Mm -hmm. Um, Back when I used to be at university, I was known for having 80 different dance moves. 80 different dance moves. 80. Well, I mean, that's book number three. (laughs) (laughs) The the many dance moves of Calmerta. With an on-page illustration. Uh, making moves with Kyle Murta. Making moves with Murta. <laughs> there you moves. go. Uh, that's that's going to be a title right there. Um, yeah, there anyway, you go. That's Kyle, an exclusive on the Freel podcast. Exactly. 
<laughs> thank you so much for joining me today, Kyle. Um, it's great to catch up with you as ever. Um, and all the best going forward. Uh, continue being the awesome dude that you are and uh, helping so many people with what it is that you do. Thank you for having me on, Greg. Really do appreciate it. And likewise, right back at you. Keep being you, my friend. Thank you very much. What's up?